we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 25th, 2013. And um, this next report is entitled, What Time is the Invasion? This just came out yesterday. And again, it's just really segues and ties into... Okay, I just gave you scenarios in the first two on World War III, on martial law in America, on how they're going to pull it off, on how they're going to demonize, you know, certain sects of um, particularly gun owners and these types of things. Now, we're going to look at um, other things that relate to that subject. So, this is from um, the Common Sense Show. Dave Hodges, and um, he makes some really good points in this. He says, I've never taken as much ridicule over this topic as I have over the reporting of the presence of Russian soldiers on American soil under some very suspicious circumstances, which I published last September, October. Okay, this is, goes back here. This isn't something that's just happened last week. Conversely, I've never received so many tips from inside sources and average people who have just happened to have seen something related to the presence of Russian troops on American soil. Because of the controversy, followed by the chastisement and the possible danger of reporting on this topic, this would be a very easy subject for me to back away from. However, since I first published my concerns over the Russian troops on American soil, coupled with our apparent military stand-down in places like Alaska, my contention that Russians are soon going to be playing a major role in the subjugation of this country have grown exponentially. In my last article, I detailed how the federal government is attempting to terrorize the American people with the open admissions of in-your-face tyranny against American people, which are designed to induce fear and a sense of helplessness in the country. I mean, I've been reporting on that over and over. Out of control government, you know. Even the local police are becoming an extension of federal tyranny since most departments have become federalized under DHS and are beginning to act in ex with extreme prejudice and brutality in dealing with the public. At the end of my last article, I asked the question about what we have to be afraid of. Uh, what we have to be afraid of is that we are fast reaching the end game. The globalists are making their move and the chess pieces are being lined up and have been positioned on the board. By now, a person who does not realize that several federal agencies, including the DHS and FEMA, are preparing for war. In the past several months, DHS purchased 2.6 billion rounds of ammunition. The TSA, the National Weather Service, the EPA, and the list, meaning people that, organizations that have bought huge amounts of ammo, goes on and on. Um, Federal agencies are arming to the teeth, and still most American brothers and sisters do not buy, uh, want to bury their collective heads in the sand and pretend this means nothing. Everything that has happened since I first published this topic nearly a year ago has reinforced the fact that there is a needed, there is indeed a categorized enemies list. FEMA is storing food as much as they can get their hands on, and the former FEMA officials have relocated to remote enclaves as a means of avoiding what is coming. Recently, I mean, I just talked to you last week about the huge underground cities and roadways that exist, that they will retreat to when things really, really get bad. Uh, recently, I spoke with an unnamed source introduced to me by Michael Edwards of Activist Post, who claimed that he was working on a DARPA project that had recently been revealed to the American people. 
what had not been released to the American public was this source told me that Americans are being given a threat matrix score. Presumably, this will be a life or death list. The source also revealed that he had seen firsthand the monitoring of talk shows like Alex Jones by Arizona State University DARPA program. The source further took this information to mean that all Americans are receiving a threat matrix score, which will be acted upon when the bad guys make their move. Yeah, just remember, the Lord Jesus Christ is in control, though. And I don't care what kind of technology they have. If the Lord Jesus Christ deems you, wants you to live, there's nothing they can do to kill you. Up until the time of your appointed departure. There's nothing that they can do. But you have to have the faith to believe that as well. Okay, so, um, I'm just saying, you know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. You know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, joy, peace, and sound mind. And the fear of man bringeth a snare. So I, I like to counterbalance this stuff. Um, I believe this country is, number one, going to be attacked by Russians, and our guard has been purposely let down to facilitate these invasions, and or the Russians are going to be used as a supplemental force to round up dissenters and to seize the guns that are banned by the UN small arms ban, which Obama is preparing to sign during the late fall and early winter during the congressional recess. Again, the scenario I just presented could be his ultimate excuse to sign the congressional gun ban. Demonize all white people even more than they've been demonized because of some false flag terror event where supposedly these white supremacists are yoking up with the Islam, which is just asinine, and then use that as an excuse to take away all the guns in America. I think it's going to be most likely the second scenario. They're going to, the Russians are going to be used as a supplemental force because they're already being billed as that. They're already being billed where we can go in. I just announced that not too long ago or put out a link for it where they're going to be able to be at these sporting events. And all of these sightings of, of Russians, I mean, there's we're going to talk about that more, but that seems to be a more plausible scenario. Whatever is coming, it's clear that the American military is not a big player because large segments of the military cannot be trusted to mindlessly follow orders. Whereas, a Christ-hating Russian amount of Russians, and it don't tell me if, if they're coming in here wanting this wholesale slaughter Americans, that they're not Christ-hating. Okay? Because a, a born-again Christian is not going to want to do that. They're not going to do that. Just, yeah, I'm just going to obey orders and just kill. Kill for, for just because. No, they're, they're taught a deep hatred. I'm not saying all, but I'd say the majority, you know. So, going further there, um, uh, this also explains the DHS demonization of the veterans because they would be leaders of an American citizen resistance for the coming strife. It all makes sense. It all fits together perfectly. All these puzzle pieces that we're going over today, it all makes sense and fits together um, perfectly. Okay, so going further... Some of you would remember the survey which asked the American military respondents to answer the following question. Would you fire upon U.S. citizens who refused to resist confiscation of firearms banned by the United States government? This late 1990 survey was a litmus test to determine if the globalists could depend on the American military. 
one would presume that the raw data did not produce the results that the globalists were looking for, and they concluded that the major elements of the American military cannot be counted on to support the imposition of a holocaust on American soil. Doesn't this all make sense, what we're talking about? I mean, if you were Satan, wouldn't you be doing this? I guess is the question. This might be the best reason for why there are still fighting in Afghanistan so that the bulk of active duty forces are rendered useless in the defense of the country when the administration and the Russians make their final move. It's also the reason why they vaccinate them to the gills uh, and do all whatever, all these garbage things to the troops to when they come back, they're just totally, you know, physically wrecked specimens most of the time. Does it make sense now why carefully detailed Obama's communist background, particularly with Bill Ayers, and we've reported on that many times, this is the same Bill Ayers that told the FBI informant, Larry Graithwall, that 50 million Americans would have to be put into re-education camps and half of those would have to be murdered. Now this is Obama's mentor. 50 million put into re-education camps and half of them would have to be murdered. I think it's much higher than half, probably, but this is the same man who launched Obama's political career from his living room and whose father paid Obama, paid for Obama's Harvard education. Because the administration has been caught bringing in the Russians, these traitors were forced to invent a cover story. Subsequently, the administration announced the creation of a series of extra-constitutional agreements, illegal agreements, which justified the presence of Russian soldiers on American soil. These agreements were inked in June of 2013. I mean, just, you know, not too long ago, in Washington, D.C., at the fourth annual meeting, which led to the illegally created U.S. Bilateral Presidential Commission Working Group on Emergency Situations. And there's a link to it if you don't believe it exists. Right here. It's right, it goes right to the uh, state state.gov website. This extra-governmental organization formed under the Obama administration is is one of the almost two dozen similar working groups bringing together top U.S. and Russian officials. These two bodies are cooperating on everything from the drug war and agriculture to terror science and rule of law. What, on God's green earth, right do they, do Russians have doing, sticking their nose in any of that? Well, when you're Satan, like Obama, you know, you're going to bring in evil factions of other countries to work with you to implement your draconian agenda. Um, going further, they're going to be implement. they're working with health, environmental, energy, nuclear issues, education, culture, media, business, arms control, and much more, according to the U.S. State Department. The Russians, working with us. The Senate has not ratified any of the international deals as required by the Constitution of the United States. And as such, this is an illegal agreement. However, it's, it's, it is not just an illegal agreement. It constitutes treason against the American people. If there was ever a case for impeachment, this is it. Obama is betraying every man, woman, and child in the country. He needs to leave office, and he needs to be arrested, tried, and convicted for treason. And it needed to be done yesterday. Couldn't agree more. The agreement calls for at least 15,000 Russian troops to engage in political activities at public events on American soil. That's what I just mentioned. 
in actuality, there are at least 150,000 Russian troops on American soil. This bilateral agreement is designed to conceal the fact that the Russians are lined up too, and they have been on American soil for some time. I have done radio interviews on the topics of Russians on American soil with people like Dr. Susan Hellman from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Hey, I just spent three days there. Taylor and I did. Yeah. In which she claims there are Russians in her small town. I can tell you 100%. Everywhere we went, we encountered, um, there were like Russian, Ukrainian, whatever you want to say, workers everywhere we went. Multiple every time per day. They were in every service industry job that did not require a huge knowledge of, like, let's say, a huge product line base. Food services, stuff like that. Everywhere we went. They were ever, and I did not get a good feeling about them. Very cold type of feeling um, about them. Everywhere in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Um, they speak perfect English. I wouldn't quite go... I mean, you can tell there's an accent. But yeah, they speak perfect English pretty much. But there's definitely still an accent. Uh, all are about the same age. True. Yeah, they are. All of military type age. You know. And um, rarely interact with the local population. How about many times, how many times have you heard an immigrant population being about the same age and having nobody who does not speak proficient English? Um, These are clearly Russian military plants. I would have to totally 100% agree. Dr. Hellman further discussed on my show how the nearby Smoky Mountains Park is largely blocked off to what is used to be joggers and hikers. We didn't go real far into that area. So I don't really, I didn't experience that as much, but um, Dr. Hellman has reported that unmarked helicopters routinely land on golf courses next to her house. Dr. Hellman believes that the Russians represent the vanguard of the Russian occupation force. Sherry Wilcox has photographed Russian soldiers dressed up and riding in homeland security vehicles. Uh, Sherry also detailed how the Smoky Mountains are now under the control of the United Nations and people are denied access. She has identified the fact that Russians are emanating from the area in which massive chemical weapons are stockpiled. In the following video, a detention center is revealed with railroad tracks stopping at buildings. I would strongly recommend taking the time to watch the video as the contacts are chilling and have enormous implications for all Americans. And again, the uh, title of this article, if you want to look it up on the internet, is What Time Is the Invasion on the uh, Dave Hodges Common Sense Show. You'll find it real easy. Um, I watched this video, and she is going into some things that I would have no problem believing whatsoever, particularly in this region where I I live as well. Uh, Appalachian Mountains, Great Smoky Mountains. I was just in Gatlinburg. Um, I can verify the foreigner, foreign presence there, and they all seem they're of the same, pretty much, ethnicity, Russian, Ukrainian, that type of, of, um, feeling you got, the, the accents, they're all about the same age, I can tell you right now, it's a fact. And, we went up on the Space Needle, they got there one night, 
this thing. You take an elevator up there, and they had this gigantic plaque when you got up there, and it basically told you the history of Gatlinburg. Okay, this big, and it took you, you know, it took a little while to read it. And at the very end, it said, like, in 19, I don't know, 78, 76, this Smoky Mountain region became a UN whatever. And then in 1984, it became a UN-designated biosphere region. I mean, these are the regions that are totally owned, lock, stock, and barrel controlled by the UN. Now, what better place to have an underground base and to stage these things than a national park where you've got all that tree cover... You can have underground bases, you can have whole sections of the park that you cordon off, that are off limits, and really aren't going to get like, you know, you're going to have the media totally suppressing this, because they're going to be told to, and it's not like there's a ton of foot traffic in like the remote parts of these types of places. They can cordon off roads where you can't even go down a road. And, and let's say, you know, who knows what they're doing back there. They're staging, they're, they're building their supplies. This lady shows these, um, these, these new Homeland Security uh, bomb-proof trucks that they've got that they were transporting in this exact region. Uh, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, the more I see of this, the more I believe it, the Wilcox report makes it clear that the DHS is partnering with the Russians to subjugate America. DHS minion agency FEMA is attempting to buy as much food as possible in preparation for what's coming. The establishment wants Americans as dependent on the government as possible. Because the takeover will meet with less resistance. Exactly. It's a big, big reason why we've had... Tons of these jobs shipped offshore. The welfare state was created. The recession, the devaluation of the currency, the increasing gas prices, further and further and further dependency on the government, which the Obama administration has perpetuated, because you're not going to bite the hand that's feeding you, right? So I'm saying, you know, you better not want to be dependent on, on the government or outside sources when all this stuff goes down, uh, or, or as minimal as possible. Because I'm not saying God can't provide for you, but <laughs> this is all being done by design. You and you, you need to know that. Uh, the establishment wants okay, we already said that. With 101 million Americans on food stamps, this is a perfect time to carry out this occupation plan with so many of us who will not raise a hand to those who are government dependent. Now I, I've talked about this these. We talked about the race wars. We talked about, in times past, what's going to go on in the big inner cities. The blacks are going to be blaming the whites probably for this when the economy collapses and the um, the uh, food stamps don't work or the EBT cards don't work. Now, I'm not saying all blacks are, are, are on food stamps. There's whites there on food stamps as well. There's probably a ton of them. But what I'm saying is this is another way they're going to foment the race war. One side's going to blame the other. They're going to be insane, they're going to be um, hungry, they're going to be looking at the government, the government's going to be saying, you know, sorry Charlie, or yeah, sure, come over here, Uh, we'll give you a, we'll reissue you a new EBD card, we'll give you some more food, just take this vaccine, or do this or do that, and (laughs) I just, man, 
I went over all these different scenarios, and I really think that it's going to be a combination thereof of almost everything I've ever covered in this ministry. Some der- derivation of that, of those scenarios. And again, we're, we're giving you more possible scenarios today. It becomes clearer and clearer, though, as we get near the zero hour. You know, it's, it's starting to crystallize more how this is going to play out. Uh, because they're playing their hands more. The Illuminati, you know, they're, they're, they're playing their hands more. They're being more flagrant. They're, they're, they're telegraphing their punches, which is part of the whole Kabbalistic, Luciferian way that they do business. So, from Victorville, California, I've had numerous eyewitnesses, accounts both from respondents to my articles and callers to my show relating to me in Victor, Victorville, California area, is the site of not only Russian soldiers, but Russian tanks training on American soil. My investigation into this happens Happenings at Victorville triggered the spooks investigating me. And what I know is reported in my last article, and as I published the contents of an email I received two days ago. Therefore, this has become very personal to me. So this guy's being actively investigated by the military. Now, again, uh, this week, one of the uh, the email that I just put out not too, you know, a few days ago... Um, <clears throat> A silent U.S.-Russian military invasion underway, which also further verifies what we're talking here. And I'll, I'll just—I'm just going to click on a couple of these links and maybe just cover a little bit um, about them, and just to kind of bolster what we're talking about here, because this is radical stuff. Saying Russian troops are on our soil. <clears throat> Okay, so this was an email sent by uh, a man named Doug, and um, he said, at a commercial Minnesota airport, suspicious planes were seen unloading what appears to be Russian military troops Spetsnats, which are about, you know, the baddest of the bad that the Russians have to offer, under the cover of darkness. No, this is not normal, as they could be seen unloading what appeared to be duffel bags behind a berm. Could it be the U.S. is being silently invaded by English-speaking Russian troops? Uh, it shows all these Russian troops on our soil. I mean, real pictures. There's links here. Russians. What time is the invasion? That's the one we just were talking about. Russians trained to disarm U.S. citizens on U.S. American soil. Uh, there's a link to that. Russians would be soon taking over America, bursting into people's homes and killing them. Nice little lighthearted, you know, thing there. Uh, let me just click on a couple of these. It'd be one thing if it was one story, but it's not. It's it's multiple stories. Um, <clears throat> this is a YouTube videographer, David Vose, just released another excellent compilation video reporting, providing more proof that something huge is in the work as works as it appears that Russian and other foreign UN soldiers are now trained to disarm American citizens on U.S. soil. Is this a prelude to martial law? Uh, so here's the video. Again, there's you can get to this all from that original article. That um, or actually the 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 arc, the links I literally sent out this week. You can get to them through those links. Um, here's another one. And Russians would be soon taking over America, bursting in homes, and killing them. This is interesting. This was on Steve Quayle two days ago. A neighbor girl came over to our home. 
We have known this girl since she was an infant. She is currently 19 years or 20 years old. She is not a Christian and has been living a partying, drugs, alcohol, etc. lifestyle. Never would we have expected the info she shared. Here's what she said two days ago. And completely out of the normal conversation we have ever had with her. She stated that she had been communicating with a Russian soldier in Siberia through some type of social site. The Russian soldier told her that the Russians would soon be taking over America, bursting into people's homes, and killing them. That anyone making statements against the government and or Obama would be thrown in jail. That our police were being militarized. And that very soon America's government would begin to bomb its own citizens. He said... If she wanted to survive, she should get out of the city and get above an elevation of 1,500 feet. It's kind of interesting there. I can understand tsunamis, which I think is another huge potential scenario where they could take out huge swaths of the mainly populated coastline centers. Remember what I said last week about how they were trying to kill all the uh, the um, Negative ions, take those out of the air, and where do you get most of the negative ions if you, if you live near the coast, particularly where you've got waves, because that generates the sea, the ocean, particularly wave action generates negative ions, which gives us a sense of well-being, and this is why so many people are attracted to places like the coastlines of California and Florida and these types of places. Well, tsunami event um, would be an ultimate way to take out huge swaths of populations and really just say, well, you know, what can we do? I mean, we could come out smelling like a rose. I mean, yeah, all those people had to die and uh, we didn't see it coming. Sorry. So how could that be pulled off? Nuclear devices offshore. I I was told by um, one colonel, that guy that I went and visited that one time, he said that there's, there's nuclear devices offshore. Um, off Florida and other places where they could trigger these things under under the water and blame it on an earthquake, like I believe Indonesia or whatever, and they could create huge tsunamis that would literally. I mean, Florida could go all across the state. There's nothing to stop it. I mean, it's it's incredibly low. So that might be why he said be above an elevation of 1,500 feet. I I mean, I'll be honest with you. That was one of the considerations I had when I moved up into this area. You know, um, <clears throat> because it's it's much higher than sea level. I asked her if he gave any type of, um, this is going back to this report, this email. The man asked the girl if he gave any type of information or timeline. She said, he said, by December 15th of this year, we would not recognize America. Listen, I would have no problem believing that. Particularly with what we reported on last week about something really big. They're having all the stuff prepositioned by October 2nd. If Obama were to sign some type of UN arms treaty disarmament plan, there would have to be a real good supposed reason for him to do that. You got the World War III right fomenting. You got Damascus probably getting ready to be destroyed, fulfilling biblical prophecy, World War III getting ready to happen, and then all of the false flag nuclear events or whatever, biological attacks, pandemics that would be ensuing, which would give them the perfect pretense to implement martial law and also demonize all the Second Amendment because they're going to lump us in with these planted neo-Nazi, Confederate, KKK, um, 
pro-gun people. We'll all be lumped in with them. Evil, evil whitey all needs to die, and it's going to be, I'm telling you, that's the way I see it going down. Um, they go. This goes on to say the girl is not political, not educated, not involved in keeping up with news or politics. This is the most unlikely person on the planet Earth that I have ever thought I would hear this from. Which really gives it more validity. You know, why would she of all people, somebody like that, normally wouldn't even get into this type of information. They would bury their head in the sands. You know? God used the most unlikely source to confirm to my family of all that we are hearing from you and others. Um, and then he goes on to say, what is the being safer above 1,500 feet about? And have you heard the date of December 15th? The only reason I can see for the elevation is the tsunami scenario. Not the salami scenario, the tsunami. Sorry, a little play on words there. Anyway, yeah, so... Um, 1,500 feet. Anyway, have you heard the date of December 15th? Anyway, again, now, we're speculating. This is not carved in stone. The Lord Jesus Christ and Father God are on the throne. Okay? And so, they're they're going to determine when this can happen. But it is looking, if the Illuminati, if Satan gets permission from God to pull this off... It will happen before the end of this year if they are allowed to pull off what they're trying to pull off. So that's that's another report that, that you can look at. Um, here's another one. Russian troops, FEMA, and DHS drills, illegal orders, and programming video. Um, FEMA drivers expose mass shipments of bullets, coffins, extermination now. Really some fun titles. Uh, more proof, Russian troops in America, Russian book salesmen in Texas. Now, I've seen more and more reports of this. These book salesmen that go door to door, and they're heavily accented, and they're trying to find out how many children you have, and, and, and look in your house and get any kind of intel. It's one of the reasons they're saying those workers are in Gatlinburg. They're trying to gather intel and, and things of this nature. Um... So I had a I had a lady email me. She she encountered one of these these book salesmen. It wasn't even in Texas. It was in another state. She emailed me recently, and I told her exactly what it was. Said that's that's one of those Eastern Bloc or Russian foreign troop dudes that's trying to gather intel on the American public. And I think they want them out there interacting with Americans, so that number one, we're becoming more used to that, maybe desensitized, and also they're learning more and more as they interact with us more, our ways, how to interact with us. They're, they're trying to um, be able to blend in with the enemy. And then here's another one. Any doubts the Russian booksellers are military? This will answer this. I mean, these are... All, I'm seeing this report after report after report of this, of, about the Russian troops. Not to say they're all Russian, but let's say Eastern Eastern Bloc, Russian, these types. Okay, let me let me just read this. Oh, uh, this is another email to Steve Quayle. A woman in my congregation is the manager of a re- of they they didn't want to publish where she worked uh, in our town in southeastern Ohio. 
I had relayed to my people that the alert that was already posted on your site about people going around as book salesmen. Yeah, see, Ohio. I think this is where my other listener was that emailed me about this. or In that area, Indiana, Ohio. She came up to me and stated that for the past two months, these young men were coming up to her store in the mornings and meeting there. She knows most, if not all, of her customers because she sees them every day. These young men were not from around here. They would spread their maps on tables, they would push together, and all would be pointing out different things on them. And then she or one of her people would come around to check to see if any of them wanted anything else. They all would become quiet, but very appreciative. They would come into the store early morning, and they would be there for almost one to one and a half hours before they left. In other words, they were deciding their game plan for the day. Those specific Russian troops are going to be used specifically to target the people in that area, and they're trying to get the lay of the land. It, it makes sense. And it's it's under the cover of being booksellers, or working in service industries, like I said, or whatever other job they're giving them, that they're doing this. I mean, you just don't want to turn somebody loose if you're saying, okay, okay, Mr. Uh, Russian dude, um, Oleg guy, we want you to go out and kill people wholesale, but you don't even know the lay of the land. Well, this is a great way they can learn the lay of the land and and not, well, this is the suspicion's obviously there, but they're doing it to try to minimize that. Okay, so going back to this, what she said next was the kicker. She stated that when they had all left the store, they would go back and do exercises before they would leave. Well, like jumping jacks? I mean, what are we talking about here? Anyway... Employees have seen them when taking out trash to put into the dumpster. The only people I know of who do different types of exercises for 15 minutes or more in the morning outside are the military. That's a good point. Um, She said that she has since came to my office yesterday and stated that she has not seen them for a few days now, but stated that if they showed up again, she would let them know. Well, that would make sense, because why would they want to stay in the exact same area for any length of time? They would want to kind of go, get the lay of the land, and then move on. Okay? Go, get the lay of the land, move on. Logistically speaking. These are like, this is like reconnaissance. This is like spies that are in full reconnaissance mode. They probably literally are groomed and trained to be spies, and this is how they're doing reconnaissance of their enemy. Okay? Let's read this other one. Here's another one about the Russian booksellers. More proof, Russian troops in America, Russian bookseller salesmen in Texas... Um, the following email and picture below have been um, taken. Certainly, take this information any way you like. Again, the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. Is all of this stuff that we're talking about just being made up and it's all our imagination? There's really no Russian troops on our soil at all. There's not one, actually. It's all being made up. And they have no hidden agenda for being here. Come on. So... um, It says, however, I have added a recent video to the bottom of the story from InfoWars that would slam the point home for even bigger skeptics. Russian troops are in America. This is from a friend in Midland, Texas. Okay, it goes on to say, we have been citing Russian military Eastern Europe, young military age males around town. Uh, Many have been seen going door-to-door selling children's books. I mean, what, what better way to defuse somebody? Oh, we're selling children's books, you know? 
Does you want to know more about Elmo and, you know, all the Sesame Street characters? So it says, many have been seen going door-to-door, selling children's books. Others have been seen at coffee shops and restaurants. Some have even been reported to have asked local police if they could have their picture taken with them. Oh, so that they know what the local police are. Oh, can I get your badge number, officer? You know, I mean, what would they be saying then? The officers decline their request. Midland, Texas rarely sees... Because, see, the, the policemen are going to be some of the first people they're annihilating. They're going... They're, they've literally already done this. I've reported on this in the past, where they have these foreign Russian uh, foreign uh, troops come in and, and literally shadow the police departments, the sheriff, the city police... And therefore, they're gathering intelligence, they're gathering data, so that when the time comes, they will be assassinated, they will be eliminated. Anybody that has real allegiance to America, which would I would imagine would be the majority of them, so then the Russian troops can just take over wholesale. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. It says, Midland, Texas rarely sees Russian Eastern Europeans in the area. And attached is a picture of the Latvian bookseller in the statement below. This was from July 19th, Midland County, Texas, and you'll see the picture, I believe. Um, I'm sorry, the 29th of July, Midland, Texas County, at around, looks like 6.35 p.m. on Tuesday of that date. A young, quote, Latvian, as I would later as I would learn later, was casing my neighborhood. I live in a subdivision filled with lots of young families and older retirees. I witnessed this individual looking for prospective houses as I was coming home from work. I observed the above as I unloaded my tools. He was clearly looking for clues that indicate children resided at the residence. The only two houses on my block with children are mine and my neighborhood across the street. He blatantly walked by all the other houses and approached ours. My neighbor was not home. He rang the doorbell, and I answered the door partially open. You can see his physical appearance in the attached photo. He has a very distinct Eastern Bloc accent, slender build, and rigid posture. He didn't immediately introduce himself. He opened with questions. I noticed you have young children. Would you like to hear about some educational programs, books I am offering? At this point, he reached in his pack for a brochure, which inadvertently revealed a map of my subdivision which he was clearly marked the houses that have known small children. That's comforting. You know? I mean, that's comforting. Um, Without waiting for any answer, he asked how old my children were and if I was happy with their current school, trying to discern what school they attended. This is so sickening. I interrupted him and said, I am not interested in anything you are selling. Please leave now. He persisted and asked if my wife or I made the decisions for the kids, and he could should, should he come back at a later time. Man, alive. This is unbelievable. The time I stepped out of my doorway, this time I stepped out of my doorway, I locked, I looked back down the block for his comrades, and I asked where he was from, and he replied, Latvia. I asked what a Latvian student knew about American education and what qualified him to be an expert on American education as he was only a student himself and from a foreign country. He was silent and had no reply. I asked him politely to leave my property again. He resisted and began to speak. I mean, these people are really forceful here. At this point, 
I was in his personal space. I looked him in the eye and I told him the following. I know who you are. I know what you're doing and who you work for. You and your comrades need to leave the area immediately. I will not ask politely again. He stared at me with a cold, evil stare and almost a smirk that was pure evil. (laughs) What a devil. He turned slightly and walked away, at which point I grabbed my cell phone and took his picture. He was visibly disturbed and asked, with a much different tone and thicker accent, why I did that. I proceeded to tell him I could do whatever I want on my property. He asked if I would like to see his permit. I laughed and said, your permit means nothing to me. He stepped on my yard and issued very stern in a very loud... Oh, he stepped on my yard. And I issued a very stern and very loud, leave now. He backpedaled out of my yard, but remained locked on my eyes. Probably so he'll try to remember him when they when they come for the... They'll probably be the first house that dude wants to go to. So he can exact personal revenge. Guaranteed, I, I would think that would be the reason. I, absolute, I absolutely would not look away first. He turned from me and walked south. I love this dude's got a serious backbone. And walked down south my street and was out of sight in a matter of minutes. He did have a cell phone, which he did use right after I took this photo. Observations. He was trained for intel gathering. The slightest bit of resistance flustered him, and he had to deviate from his script, which made him uncomfortable. His questions are loaded by design. I never have, I never have him an answer to anything he asked. I never gave him uh, anything he asked. He did not expect to be exposed. This was the telltale sign that he was not who he represented himself to be. I warned every neighbor and friend of these guys and advised them, and have circulated his picture all over my community. A neighbor indicated he had seen him before with a group at a restaurant, all reading maps and comparing notes. Arrogance that is just astounding. They're doing it right in our faces, essentially. I prayed all night and didn't sleep well. The evil is real, and it is here. The Apache helicopters at night and low-flying C-130s are occurring almost weekly now. All around our oil fields, and this is in Texas, it's no secret anymore. Pray and prepare and organize Time draws near, my friends. Look out for one another and pray for victory in him, meaning Jesus. Yeah, there's the there's the dude. You know, and they're dressed up real like to try, the way they're dressed up, it's like to try to defuse you. Um, this guy's got a thing in his front yard that says pray for rain. Because <laughs> I, I, think, I think they've been in a drought situation down there. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, praying for rain. You know, as long as you're not, like, doing a rain dance to, like, induce the rain, you know, like some occult ceremony. But, yeah, he's, he's, um, shows the guy with his backpack. Wow. And then there's another video here. FEMA plans to use Russian troops on U.S. soil, which is from InfoWars. Another source there. So, (laughs) you know, it's one story after another, after another, after another, after another about this stuff now. Um... Yeah, so anyway, those are actually far more many links than I actually provided in the email that I sent out. And obviously we didn't cover anything totally in depth there, but it we did cover some of the, the major points there. Now, let's go back to this report here. Um, <clears throat> he says, it is time for some very straight talk. <clears throat> the bailouts were primarily responsible for the near-instantaneous collapse of our economy. The banksters have conquered our country. Their allies, the Russians, are preparing to occupy this country. Nowhere have I received more information than I have received from Alaska. 
regarding the presence of Russian soldiers in uniform on American soil. F-22 overflights between Russia and Alaska have been suspended, thus leaving the coastline more vulnerable than ever. According, because we're right next to Russia, okay, and the Alaska, you know, area. According to naval sources, submarine patrols have been greatly reduced, and many locals have been reporting seeing fully surfaced Russian subs off the coast of Alaska in multiple locations. It would be the most obvious place for them to literally launch an invasion or come over here, you know. Obama is not just a traitor for bringing Russian troops to police Americans. His treason started much earlier. Now, I reported on this, and I had one or two people saying, oh, it's bogus. It's not bogus. Obama has given away seven strategic oil-rich Alaskan islands to Russians at a time when we could be going to war with Russia. See, there has to be some payment for all of this. You know? And and part of it will be the fun of killing Americans. Part of it will be the booty or whatever they're promised to get. You know? Uh, spoils of war. That's another reason. Part of it's part of their job. Russia's telling them to do this. And so, again, but they've given, Obama's given away seven tr- strategic oil rich Alaskan islands to Russians at a time when we could be going to war with them. At minimum, the oil alone from these islands should be considered to be a military asset. I remain very concerned that these seven islands in the Arctic Ocean and the Bering Sea could also be used as a military staging area from which to invade Alaska and defend its new claims of the mineral rich reserves at the North Pole. Russian troops began carrying out joint anti-terrorism drills in America since May of 2012. What terrorists could they be practicing for? Well, obviously us. The influx of Russian soldiers may begin just as a trickle with a couple of dozen Russians stationed at Fort Carson. However, with the FEMA bilateral agreement, it is clear the floodgates are already ready to burst wide open. And Obama's treachery is fully exposed. Since I rose wrote the first account of this preparation of the Russians to occupy the country nearly a year ago. My fear of a Russian occupation has been greatly heightened. Prepare now before it's too late. Store as much food and water as you can. Store guns and ammo for the looters, which will roam America in the months ahead. A clear picture is beginning to emerge, and the coming events, which will usher in the new age of tyranny, are crystallizing and will be the topic of a next article in this series. So I think you can all see how everything that we've reported on today, again, ties together, could easily interlink, segue one to another, and um, I, I see this as being a very plausible scenario, um, satanic plan that Satan has for America and the world in general. So uh, that's all we have for today. Again, there's not going to be a PDF associated with this teaching today. I just kind of winged it today. Just an audio teaching, and um, but a lot of the links, again, on this alone, you could access from my last email uh, that I put up there, the, the newsletter. and um, Because I'm having to do the newsletters now more because there's so much news to cover. There's no way I could do it unless I was doing this every day. And, again, one person can kind of only do so much. So, God bless you, and uh, um, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day. And this time you've given us, I thank you for, for just letting us come together again to explore these issues, Lord. I pray you do give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. I pray you give us discernment, Lord, that you would protect the innocent, Lord, um, the body of Christ, that 
you would supernaturally, Lord God, hide us, that we would be accounted worthy, Lord, to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man according to your will, Lord, no matter what, that you would give us the faith and the grace and the courage to get through with whatever's coming, that we would be lights to a dying world, Lord, and that you would use the body of Christ mightily for your glory to lead many people to the Lord, that your name would be glorified through them, that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.